All right, guys, welcome back. This is Starstruck underscore J, and I am the host of Right Now in the UFC. Today, we're going to be going over episode six. So we've hit the halfway mark, and we're still moving forward. So uh, last episode, uh, episode five, the halfway mark, we actually talked about a lot of fights that were uh, adding up to the point where we were at last Wednesday. So it was everything all the way up from the point last time we had an episode to um, the most current upcoming fight, which was this last weekend, I believe the weekend of the 16th, which was Luke versus Bilal Muhammad. Pretty good fight. Before we get into the actual episode, I just want to shout out on Instagram, uh, Fifine Microphones. Uh, I'm actually using one of their microphones currently as we speak, so go over and check them out. It's F-I-F-I-N-E uh, Microphones. You can check out their website as well. Go check them out. Also, check out my Instagram, starstruck underscore J, which is S-T-A-R-R-S-T. R-U-C-K underscore J. You can find me on there and follow, you know, latest tech reviews and stuff like that. Also, you can head over to my YouTube, which is the same starstruck underscore J for my new videos. Getting right into uh, this last uh, fight night, which was the weekend of the 16th. We had uh, Luke versus Muhammad at number two. So I don't know if you guys remember or not. This is kind of a revenge fight for Bilal uh, in the in their last meetup, which was uh, quite a while back. Luke actually was able to knock out Muhammad. Bilal had a little bit bit of something to prove he had a chip on his shoulder he was trying to come back for you know essentially revenge and you know that's exactly what he did Bilal went on to uh in the fifth well I guess the end of the fight five rounds it went to decision Bilal ended up getting the decision and winning you know which was not surprising I think he dominated for the most part but there there was I think there was like I don't know two maybe three times that I can remember that it, it looked like Bilal had visibly been stunned so it's, you know, it's one of those things that you got to have a pretty good chin, especially fighting against Luke, who can pack a punch. I mean, that he's knocked him out before and in the post-fight interview. Bilal even made mention to uh, post-interview staff saying, you know, that's he clipped me a couple times and that's just what's going through my head. And he's not going to knock me out. He's not going to knock me out. Stay on my feet. Stay on my feet. Stay on my feet. So I think he literally had to tell himself that over and over again. So Bilal being, you know, 33 years old... I would, you know, and he's not really one of those fighters that you sit there and go, wow, that guy is just, he's a stud, he's a standout, he's a, you know, great fighter, this or that, or he's got impressive this or impressive that. To me, me personally, and just kind of based on my experience and never being a UFC fighter or an MMA, you know, practitioner, so my my opinion is very biased and one-sided, so he's not too good, he's not too bad, like his skill levels, but he is consistent, and he is just good enough all the way across the board, so, you know, and, and I... I refer to that saying, you know, he doesn't have a a lot of highs. He doesn't have a lot of lows, but he's just very consistent bouncing across, um, you know, which consistency is key. I mean, if you can be consistent in all of your fights, chances are you're going to, I mean, as he is proven and shown, you're going to get good results, period. I mean, he's won a lot of his last fights against some big names. So, I mean, he's 33 years old now, which he's not getting any younger, uh, but I feel like he's still, you know, in his prime and in pretty good shape or entering into his prime now, you know, but I think that being a purple belt in jujitsu and being 33 years old, you know, now it's time to make the run. I mean, which he's already demonstrated he's doing. So I think that his next opponent, it's going to, it's hard to say, uh, you know, that 170 weight class, man, they, they got some killers. I mean, they got some savages in there. So I don't know if it's going to be Colby or if they're going to put him against, um, you know, uh, Usman right off the bat or 
Chimaev, I, I you know, it's hard to say. It really, it really is hard to say. So there's some uh, definitely some good athletes in that uh, weight class there. Another fighter from that night uh, was Pat Sabantini. The dude, seventeen and three. He won by decision, round three. You know, I like the guy. He's young. He's 30, like 30, I think he is, 30 or 31, something like that. He's fun to watch. He's a good fighter. He, he's still young. He, I think he's still getting his experience from being in the UFC, to be honest. It's definitely somebody to watch if you haven't already started watching already. Which, you know, looking at his record, his record is good, but how good are the fighters that he's fighting? That's going to be the real question, which there, there's a couple names on there that are decent, but at the same time, it's it, are they you know stand out are they good enough to where it's going to be a reflection of you know how good he is as a fighter and a lot of times if you're you know Sabatini fighting Conor McGregor and you beat him chances are you're going to get you know more publicity not just because it's Conor McGregor but rather than somebody who's coming in for their debut fight you're going to get more it's going to be exploited more and also you're going to be recognized more for your skill level because you beat somebody of such a high skill level so he hasn't really beaten anybody I guess notable yet so we'll, we'll see once uh you know he gets some more fights and depending on who he ends up fighting uh if he can increase that win, you know winning record it's hard it's hard to say but definitely somebody you guys should watch but that was a good fight um good win round three <clears throat> um and then kind of just touching on there, you know, I don't want to be that guy that's going to sit there and go through each fighter and, you know, try and justify why you should watch them or, you know, why you should not. Everybody's going to, you know, hone to their own, you know, type of fighter that they enjoy watching. So this card, you know, had a lot of newer guys on it. Uh, the roster is becoming younger and younger. You can kind of tell a lot of the older names are phased out or getting phased out already. And, there's a lot of new faces and they're signing people and with fights every weekend now there's just a lot of fighters and a lot of fights and you can tell that there's a lot of money being thrown in every which direction trying to get these people on a card so there was a lot of other fights just none that really stood out to me uh the one thing that did kind of stand out was the two fights that ended up you know being stopped because of illegal strikes uh, with you know with the knee rule and all that stuff you know what's going on with that it just seems like it's being it's happening more and more often as to where maybe it didn't used to or it wasn't as publicized so people didn't pay attention as much there was two fights that were you know ended due to illegal strikes there was the chris barnett one where he had his you know the guy had his head ducked period and he had it covered but the guy still elbowed him in the back of the head like can you not imagine that that is going to be illegal or somebody's going to stop it or were you taking your chance and hopefully not being seen i i don't i don't really know but and then but hollow can't ever say his name and Godsey he was Godsey Gadsey or whatever was up against the fence and I guess from the looks of it Gadsey was up against the fence and I guess he had his arm down which you know I went back and looked at it he did have his arm down look like his right arm and his hand was flush on the mat oh boy didn't see it and raised that knee up and bam right you know right in the head so maybe he didn't see it maybe he did yeah you know you get caught up in the moment I've never been in the ring I can't tell you what I would do in that circumstance I, I, I just can't tell you because I, ha I mean, I've been in street fights, but I, I can't tell you what I would do in that circumstance. You're going to do everything you, you know, you can to win. And these guys want to win, but also they want that paycheck too. So if, you know, you can land a strike that is going to potentially end the fight and borderline legal or not, or you just don't know any better. I mean, can't say that I wouldn't do it, but you know, uh, Brandon Schwab said something on his podcast. I think it, I think it was as either his podcast or he did a YouTube special or something like that. And he said, you know, should these go to decisions or should it be a disqualification or no contest? And, you know, in my opinion, I, 
the stop the fight disqualification um you know and even maybe you get a lot of these guys are getting you know a purse to show uh you know, maybe, maybe like two grand or 2,500 or five grand, you get fined for illegal contact. If the fight, if it's one of those where it's an accident, you know, you, you kick him in the nuts or whatever the case may be, you get a warning or if it was, you know, not flagrant, but if it was intentional, obviously that that's a different conversation, but they're going to have to establish some kind of ruling and figure out how or why uh, this is happening and then what to do about it. All right, moving on to next week's uh, fight night. Uh, this is another fight night at the Apex center i believe it's uh lemos versus andrade this is the main event and you know the main event i I have to I have to side with Andrade. You know, Jessica's, she's pretty tough. And honestly, I have her winning. I'm going to say she's going to get the TKO second round. So that's my prediction. I feel like she's a little underrated or unnoticed in a sense. Maybe, you know, maybe it's that she's not as a loud mouth as some other girls and stuff. Or maybe it's the names in her weight class that kind of cast a shadow over her. You know, she's she's lost to big names. I mean, Rose Mama nu- or Nama Nunez, uh, Raquel Pennington, Kara Moosh, Joanna, um, Zhang, Shevchenko. I mean, those are all big names in that, you know, in that division. That's Those are all huge names. She's won over names like Caitlin Chukagian, Rose. She beat once uh, Claudia Gudella. She beat her Angela Hill. She beat her um, Penne. She beat beat her Calderwood. Beat her Pennington. They traded. She won one of those. So definitely, definitely one of those things where yeah. Anyway, so back to what I was saying. Yeah, she's you know definitely lost to some big names, but she's also won against some big names. So I'm gonna go with her. I think she's got you know uh, definitely not the advantage, but I think she has what it takes, and I think she's tough, and I think that she's going to be able to withstand anything that was thrown at her. So next fight, this is this is gonna be the spotlight fight. This is my my main man, my big dude, Clay Guida. Uh, man, this guy's 40 years old, 37 and 18. I'm gonna get into a little bit more about him later, but you know I keep wondering, and this is gonna lead into something else later but I keep wondering you know with his last fight you know he won by submission I I, I just keep wondering is this gonna be it? Is he gonna throw those gloves down is this gonna come to you know to an end to where he's gonna say all right guys this is it I'm wrapping it up you know or is he gonna be a lifer like Cowboy Cerrone <laughs> you know my, the only determination and conclusion I've came to thus far is that Clay uh you know Clay is indeed immortal so I don't think he's going anywhere um and again I'll, I'll get into that in a little bit but yeah he's fighting it should be an entertaining fight as always um definitely looking forward to watching that fight for sure and then we got macy barber she's fighting de la rosa um that should be a good fight barber you know her last fight i think it was canceled or she got due to an injury or something like that she hasn't fought since the 21st of last year so that was on the dilla shaw and sandhagen fight fight card <clears throat> so she'll be back you know she's tough she's a scrapper but i you know de la rosa is a tough fighter as well so i think that macy barber is gonna have to be prepared which I think she's had plenty of time, let's hope, and uh, she can come in there and get it done. Another noticeable fight, just to kind of keep your eyes open, again, on this card as well, there's a lot of names and a lot of new guys with only a couple fights into their, you know, career, um, but, uh, you know, fights are fights. You learn the names as they perform and get bigger and as you follow it. I mean, true, you know, true fans will follow no matter what, but at the same time, everybody wants to watch for the big names, but one name I will drop, um, just because I've seen, a, uh, you know, one of his fights before, but Jordan Wright, he's 12-2, and two, going into this fight i'm looking forward to him bouncing back off you know he's coming off of a loss from uh december 21st he got knocked out i think it was a 
first round, first or second round. I can't recall. I, I, I didn't check on that, but you know, I, I think he's going to bounce back. I think he's going to ultimately get this win. It's a tough dude. So I'm looking forward to that for sure. And then, you know, something to take note and kind of backing up, like I was talking about Andrade and stuff. She's like one of those, you know, not, not too high, kind of like Bilal Muhammad, just a consistent fighter. Uh, you know, and that's what I wanted to say about her. I kind of froze there for a minute, but not, you know, her skills. She's a good submission artist, obviously, but not too high, not too low, just consistent straight across the board. You know, I think she's going to be able to come in and get it done. Yeah. Those, that's where I'm kind of drawing the comparison to Bilal. I think that they, they are similar fighters in that sense. So we're going to enter into a segment called Around the Octagon. And this is where we cover gossip, news, and stuff like that, and just touch on anything that's going on in the UFC. First one that I want to bring up, I actually just read it this morning. I, you know, must have been out of the loop because I guess it's been being talked about for a couple days, but it looks like John Jones is set to return. I don't think they have a date or a time or a place yet, or even the opponent, but he is set to return. They have Stipe as a questionable uh, candidate there, but whoever it is, I think that they're going to have to be prepared for a lot different, or I should say a lot more different John Jones than they've seen in the past. I don't know if anybody's ever watched or has been watching or does watch his YouTube videos or his Instagram posts or anything like that, but the guy is huge. I've <laughs> been watching some of his gun training stuff and whatnot. He's a big dude. I mean, that guy's massive now. He literally is taking heavyweight seriously and becoming a heavyweight. I mean, he's tall and lanky, but at the same time, he has put on a lot of muscle and a lot of mass. So I'm looking forward to it. Whoever, whoever he ends up fighting, uh, it should be a good fight. And then we got the Drums. Nate Diaz made a statement. <laughs> uh, apparently, he is not happy about the Nate Brothers uh, NFT stuff that the UFC has been announcing. Um, and I quote, bullshit NFT pack from the sorry ass UFC, end quote. Damn, that's intense. So apparently, he's not happy about it. And maybe it's because, you know, he's allegedly being jerked around about a fight and trying to get out of his contract and trying to do other endeavors or who knows whatever the case may be but that's what he's trying to do and he doesn't seem too happy about the nft stuff so so i touched on clay guida prior to this you know talking about him so he's in his last fight of his contract uh you know i'm curious what's going to happen you know he's saying that he wants to show shelby and dana white that this is the best he's ever been that he's only getting better you know that he's here to stay <laughs> ultimately that he's immortal but um you know who knows what do you guys think is going to happen what do you think he's going to do uh, i think that he's going to be i think signed to a couple more fights at least least you know if he wins this one for sure as a, at, a, at a good faith i think dana or them will um acknowledge his presence in the ufc and what he's brought to the table so i think that they'll keep him on for a little bit at least so whitaker's out of 275 ufc 275 and vittori he's calling out the smash bros darren till and uh chamayev saying you know hey come fight me you know i'll take both of you guys same night back to back i don't care i just want to fight make sure you guys show up and you know I don't know. I, I think that he's a tough fighter and I think he is hungry. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, I'd be careful what you wish for because you might end up with a loss <laughs> from either one of those guys. And, you know, as I mentioned, I'm a big fan of both of them. And I think that they do both have the potential to ruin Vittori's day. So, it, you know, it's entirely possible that they do get fought, you know, you know, do get matched up and get a fight. So it's hard to say. That'll about wrap it up, guys. You know, I appreciate everybody stopping by as always. And uh, I'm going to keep putting these up till we get to, you know, 
the end of season one, which is, you know, 10 episodes, which, you know, you do the math every Wednesday. We got a few more. So, and then we got something different coming for the next season. So we'll do season two. You know, I've talked about guests in the past and some swag and stuff. To be honest, guys, just a lot of stuff has came up. A lot of changes are happening, you know, within my, you know, my bubble, my circle, my family, my friends and stuff. So it's drawn me away. I've been trying to make sure to get back, always to get back to put this stuff together as much as I can. So I appreciate you guys all being here. I appreciate you listening. And I do have guests coming. I just got to get it organized and get it set up. There is swag. So stay tuned. Head over to Instagram, YouTube, check out the stuff. Go check out a microphone and uh, get yourself some. Until next time, be well, take care.